Hi, hello. Welcome to a new episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. Um, I'm sure you'll notice that the pages has kind of taken a little bit of an update, a little bit of a facelift, if you will. Um, essentially, just going forward, uh, this channel is just going to be pretty much just just me, just news. Um, nothing too crazy. Pretty much same vibe, same energy. Um, you know, if you're new here, it's just news of the week. I'm hanging out. I'm smoking. I'm drinking. Um, and that's about it. Um, but food corner for me though, I know you guys will love that. Um, I had some Domino's pizza. It was pretty good. Um, what was it? Pineapple sausage. Um, then I had buffalo wings and then I had a lava cake because I was feeling it. I've been watching some MasterChef, uh, streamer reacts stuff on Twitch. Um, so I was in the mood. Uh, but I still feel like, I don't know, lava cake is weird because, like, why am I seeing this on MasterChef when I can just order it, like I said, at Domino's or an Applebee's? But, you know, hey, who am I? I'm, a, I'm just a podcaster. Oop. Oh, yeah. I'm leaving that burp in, baby. Um, on that note, let's get into some news. Um, let's start with our guy, Prince Andrew. Um, got this from The Guardian, but Prince Andrew fails bid fails in bid to dismiss U.S. sexual abuse lawsuit. Um, so our guy, Prince Andrew, has been going through it this week. Um, for starters, um, he's got this shit on his plate. He's dealing with his Virginia Joffrey uh, situation. He's been trying to get it just like, just cut off. Just, hey, I wasn't involved. And if I was involved, let's say I was, I'm a part of Jeffrey Epstein's little group who's, you know, alleged... In this whole thing, and I, I'm good. I'm already clear because essentially, in that $500 settlement, he was supposed to be cleared. Um, but Judge Kaplan said, "No, that's not how this works. At least not in this phase of the of the proceedings. You can't do that. You can't just sit there and say that I'm null and void. You can't come. I can't deal with this. I don't have to deal with this because I'm a part of that lawsuit. You can mention it, but you have to be, you know, in trial too. So." That's not working for him. Womp womp. Oh, wah, wah. Looks like you're going to have to actually deal with your problems. Um, so Sweaty Andy is sadly going to have to deal with it. <laughs> and uh, on top of dealing with it, the royal family has pretty much disavowed him. Uh, royally, militarily, he lost all his titles. Um, now, I thought initially that was going to be his prince title as well. But I guess he does still keep that because he did come from Queen Mary's vagina. That's just a fact. So, you know, I guess that's just how that works over there. Um, but um, he's still the prince, but he can't hold any of the military ranks that he was holding up until now, which is gross, or any of the other royal titles that he had, like Duke of York, I imagine. So he's just Prince Andrew. Um, obviously, correct me on that if I'm wrong, if you know. Um, but yeah, I mean... Roosters are coming home. Um, you know, I wasn't sure in terms of the Jelaine Maxwell situation whether or not that was going to be the big end. You know, or were, were we going to have some more offshoots, more things to deal with, more things coming to light? Because I do think that this is like the closest that we are going to get to a quote unquote Illuminati. Um, just rich people just doing what they want, which is sadly trafficking minors, which is gross as shit. Um, but essentially, they're just thinking that they could get away with it, and they couldn't. At least some of these people are at least caught in a vacuum. Now, there is a chance that Prince Andrew might offer a settlement. There's also a chance that Virginia says no and goes to trial. 
Um, you know, there are still a few things, uh, you know, potentially that could happen before a potential trial. And then in a trial, we'll see how that goes. Um, of course, we will keep you posted here. Um, also have an update on the Novak Djokovic situation. Uh, for Novak, essentially, things went from good and then back to bad. Um, the good part was he did win his initial appeal on his visa getting canceled. And so he was allowed to play. He was greenlit. He was like, yeah, good. Yeah. I, I don't have a good Serbian accent. I'm sorry. Um, but things then took a turn a few days later um, where he was then uh, had his visa denied by the prime minister. So let's see. Alex Hawk. Yes. Uh, today I exercise my power. And these dot, this pause is pregnant <laughs> to cancel the visa held by Mr. Novak Djokovic on health and good order grounds on the basis that it was in public interest to do so. So essentially he can just drop this bomb anytime he wants. And it's like the, you know, um, the gladiator, like walking Phoenix, like thumbs down, like, and it's just like, yeah, dude, you're not staying. You got to go, um, you know, on those grounds, health and good order, you're just null and void. And, um, I mean, me personally, I get it. I'm with it. Um, you can see in the political background that it's like, hey, you did leave this hole for him to get into the country with his medical exemption thing. So he's here now. But politically, you guys have had lockdowns. You guys have been telling people to get vaccinated. And here comes this guy just waltzing in and getting able to play in Melbourne. Like, it's not a good look. Um, I do understand, though, the frustration where it's like there was a wait where it's like, why wasn't this immediate? Um, the president himself and also like some Serbians are definitely upset. Um, and they also are saying that, uh, they stand by Novak as well as some anti-vaxxers. They are hashtagging it, you know? Um, so I mean, it's just one of those things where there's definitely camps of people that are like, Hey, he should be allowed to play. This is unfair. It's not right. And then there's other people who are like, Hey, I understand what the rules are in terms of a country's like, laws on vaccination and you either respect that or you can't be here um but definitely i would say there's definitely some onus on you know australia in terms of just having that that state discrepancy of hey if you have this medical exemption you're okay but then as a country saying like if you aren't vaccinated you cannot get in like you know um so yeah currently um novak is going to appeal um, we'll see how that goes. I think he should be getting actually in and sitting down about it around Sunday or something like that, like Sunday morning. So if I do get an update before then, then I would definitely put it in the next episode. Um, speaking of updates, I got two more. Well, it's like one and a half more. Um, but in Kazakhstan, um, things have kind of started quieting down. Um, got this from ABC news. Kazakhstan's uh, raises death toll to 225 in days of protest. So that is a big update from what I got from the last week's episode. Um, I think I said like 26. And I think there was like 11 or 12 cops, like police. Um, I think the number for the police went up to 19. And as you'll often see, uh, the number for the civilians and people hurt protesting um, raised dramatically. So it was 225. Um so really sad to hear that. Um, but essentially, uh, President 
uh, Kasim Jomar Tokayev. Um, he has worded it as there was a coup. Um, there was an attempted coup on him. And that was the reason for these things. And um, he was attacked, but he was survi- he survived and everything. And the country is going back to normal, back to order. Uh, the Russian-led uh, security forces that came in are going back now. Uh, this has been going back, I think, throughout the week. Um, so, I mean, just a crazy situation. On the other side of the fence, though, the protesters, civilians, um, they're saying, hey, this wasn't uh, a coup, you know. There might have been small pockets of people involved, but overall, these are people in the streets upset, angry over the price of um, gasoline. Um, He had recently uncapped uh, the market and then it rose dramatically and then people were already struggling and then now they can't even afford gasoline to get to their jobs and live their lives. So they were on the streets rioting, protesting, whatever you want to call it. Um, So... You know, hopefully there's not going to be any more bloodshed. Um, you know, we'll keep you, you know, you know, you know the phrase. We'll keep you updated. Um, then there was a cyber attack in Ukraine um, as U.S. warns Russia could be prepping for war. Now, I got this update from Reuters. Also, a little bit more um, info from uh, NY Times, BBC, um, but essentially, yeah, there is a lot going on now, a little bit more of a heat up uh, to that quote-unquote red line situation. Um, but there was a cyber attack that's pretty much saying like, hey, you need to be warned, um, you know, be afraid. Expect, yeah, be afraid and expect the worst was the tagline, the phrase that was in this virus. It shut down 70 government sites um, and essentially they had to like reboot uh, they were they didn't lose all their information. At least is what they they are saying. They didn't lose all their information, but it did shut them down. This also isn't a new thing. Uh, there's been a lot of alleged Russian attacks in Ukraine um, land. Essentially, though, it's not something that they can like easily attribute. So it's like it kind of is like a known unknown type of thing. If you if you've watched the Boondocks, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but um, it's definitely, like I said, it's a ratchet up because there is a chance that, um, Russia is using this to kind of bank in a flaw, a false flag situation. Um, but also just in general, the whole border situation is seasonal dependent because there is a frozen land bridge that happens across wintertime and it'll be able to be crossable with the equipment that they've left and kind of had prepped here for the time being, um, during this phase. So it's like they only have until springtime when it starts to thaw to really make this happen if they are going to invade. So right now, it really does kind of look like Russia's playing hardball on purpose. Um, You know, essentially, they want NATO, they want the U.S. to back off. They want no military involvement. They want no, like, any kind of interaction. And they definitely don't want Ukraine to be invited, inducted into um, NATO. So um, the U.S. response is kind of like red, okay, cool, but no. Um, If you do do that kind of stuff, if you do invade, um, then we're just going to impose military or not military sanctions, but um, economic sanctions. So, you know, essentially just trying to hit them where it hurts because, I mean, obviously it's not just the U.S. involved here. It's also um, 
the EU itself. So, I mean, they're all kind of involved. But, I mean, there's definitely a chance that that doesn't even fully phase Russia in that kind of way um, because they have ties to, obviously, other countries like China and things like that. So, I mean, it's a very complicated, murky situation, and Ukraine's in the middle, and they definitely want to make sure that they're being heard and their voices are, you know, being put on the table as well um, because that's that's what this is about. You know, Russia's like, you're a part of us. You know, obviously this goes back to Soviet-era times, but it's like, you're our people. Our people are in your country. We're the same. We're the same. And also, not just that they want them to be out of Ukraine, they want them out of all those Soviet-backed areas. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there. Um, It's definitely a spicy situation, very Cold War Blues-esque energy. Um, But, you know, who knows? It could be a lot of grandstanding just to see people get what they want. Um, I got a little bit of uh, USA Today news. Uh, first ever pig to human heart transplant offers hope for thousands in need of organs. This is wild, y'all. Uh, they took a genetically modified pig heart and they put it in a man by the name of Dave. Dave Bennett, 57. Um, he agreed to be the first to risk this experimental surgery Um because it was pretty much his only shot. Um, he was on the list to get a heart transplant, but because he dearly didn't stick to the rules of it, which, you know, hey, I'm not knocking it. It's hard. It's not easy. Like, you got to take pills. You got to be on these certain kind of regimens, certain kind of diets, I, I assume. And it's not easy. Um, but he, he didn't stick to it, so they weren't able to keep him on that. But he was potentially eligible for this. And, and you know, he was like, okay, maybe. And then he was like, no. And then at the last minute, he said, no, I, I do want to try it. Um, because, I mean, it was his only shot. And um, they made it happen. They grew, And this is a pig that they grown pretty much for him. And, I mean, that's so crazy to think about. Um, that it was like, hey, like, we're, we're making this, this big old little piggy wiggy. He was 240 pounds. And actually, they don't say the gender. I don't know. Maybe my, I'm misgendering the pig. Um, but essentially, you know, they harvested the heart and they put the heart in. And um, now the doctors say they would like to put in a human heart into Dave. Um, but it's kind of a choice between him and they're going to see how things go. I mean, obviously, this is groundbreaking shit. So, you know, time's going to tell to see how long this is going to, you know, hold, if there's going to be any issues. But essentially, it's taken to him and, you know, it hasn't rejected, which is, you know, part of the gene altering and stuff like that to make it work. And I mean, naturally, there are people who are like animal rights people are not stoked about this. They're very like, oh, that's not good. But then naturally, I mean, just in the medical field and stuff like that, I mean, this is a big breakthrough. Um, I mean, essentially... In this scenario, you could have pigs, farm animals, you know, you could grow them, have a farm for them, and instead of, like, being on a waiting list for just that, which is already hard, it requires a lot of transport potentially in, a, in, in certain situations where a heart becomes available, you just have this farm here, you get the heart, you get it there, you get it in, and it's it's done. Um, so, I mean, it's it's pretty cool breakthrough. It's pretty wild. Um, so I wanted to talk about it. Um, and then some somber, sobering news. Um, wanted to talk about Bob Saget. He passed away, um, actually on Sunday last week. 
Um, he was 65. Um, passed away in his hotel. He was actually in the middle of his tour. I think he might have just. I don't know if he just started it or not, but he was in his on his tour. Um, finished the show, and he died in his hotel. Um, so I mean, it's a bummer. I wasn't a Full House guy. I did like Mary Kate and Ashley. I fucked with the um, the little spinoffs and stuff that they did. Um, but he did do America's Funniest Home Videos, and my family fucked with that. So. Bob Saget was in my home being funny um and then finding out too he did like the edgy stuff was also kind of a hoot and a nanny um but then also I know like and this is like I guess personal inside baseball but like I saw my Facebook a lot of people were like oh well you didn't know the real Bob Saget he was a creep he did bad stuff and I know I'm doing a bad accent and that's probably mean but whatever I'm this totally possible It, it it is weird how we put celebrities on pedestals and they do fuck bad shit, and it's like, well, now what do we do? Um, I, I do think, for me personally, I try just to take the work, and um, except for the person did the bad things, and you know, maybe you you cross those bridges when you come to it. Um, and these are all legend. I don't know. These are the things you hear on Facebook. That shit don't count. Like, <laughs> so at the end of the day, it is rest in peace, Bob Saget. Um, also, there's some other deaths that happened. Uh, Ronnie Spector. Um, leader of the Ronettes um, died at 78 and then rest in piss to Robert Durst uh, the tycoon killer uh, died at 78 I believe um, he died of COVID so you know sometimes it gets the bad ones too <laughs> but um, as well as the rebrand that's the end of the episode I'm, uh, I'm gonna hit the hit the But, um, that's the end. Thanks for sticking with me. Um, Patreon's still up. It's got a new name. <coughs> oh, oh, whoa, Jerry. Um, that's not the name of the Patreon. <coughs> it is Isaiah News. Um, the Twitter is Isaiah News 1, or it might be Isaiah underscore. I'll, I'll, I'll get, a, I'll get back to you on that next week, or next episode. But, um... We got that. We also have a Facebook as well. Um, okay. The Twitter is Isaiah underscore news. And then I believe the Facebook is Isaiah news one. If you want to follow those, stay up to date. Um, Isaiah's newsstand is what you're going to find me on a podcast uh, or on Spotify as well as um, Apple podcast um, and anchor FM. All, we're pretty much wherever now. I mean, we got the YouTube up too. That's Isaiah Edwards. You just find me there. You check out my channel. You find me, boo boo. You find me, baby. Um, but yeah, um, that's it. I uh, really enjoyed this episode. I really appreciate you uh, hanging out with me and being along on this journey with me. Um, hopefully, you stick around, and hopefully, we get some good news. Anyway, I love you. Bye bye. Ah.